Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's coming to you live from New York City. And right now in Chicago, we got a Thursday night football game where the Chicago Bears currently lead the Panthers 16 to 13. You're at the two-minute warning right now. Carolina has the ball. Let's see if Bryce Young can help engineer a fourth quarter comeback. I don't know how many people across North America are watching or listening to this game. I can just tell you this. Carolina is 1-7. The Chicago Bears are 2-7. There's not a lot to be excited about here. That's just being realistic. All right, we'll be here for the next three hours. We'll talk about this game, get into Kyler Murray returning. I guess he is going to be the quarterback of the future for the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to talk about a a massive act of kindness from Shohei Otani. We're going to get into this in a while. I mean, if you thought Jim Harbaugh was the only coach that might be in trouble, Lane Kiffin had a recording go public that I guess he didn't expect to go public. So we'll get into that. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. It's 855-212-4CBS. You can find me online at JR Sport Brief. You can always listen to this show on the free Odyssey app every minute, every second. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Go ahead and get the app. Shout-outs to folks listening on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. People tuned in on Sirius XM 158 and everybody listening on a smart speaker. Just ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. I want to share with you some, I I can't even say thoughts. We'll hear the audio from, from Lane Kiffin. Uh, shortly, because we we live in such a a world right now. There are a lot of people who are very sensitive. You got to be careful what you say, how you say it, and and there's some truth to that. Uh, society is very sensitive, some overly sensitive, and then we also have a whole lot of people that aren't sensitive enough to what other people have to deal with, and so this makes things very very complicated. Now, having said that. Ole Miss is going to go ahead and take on the Georgia Bulldogs this Saturday. 
The Bulldogs, we know, they're going for their third na straight national championship. They have won 26 games in a row, and Ole Miss is trying to just, just trying to rock the boat right now. Ole Miss is trying to say college football playoff, what? Nah, we, we, we're here to screw things up. But unfortunately for Ole Miss, the bigger story right now is that their defensive tackle, who the school says is still on scholarship, is still on the team, is suing Ole Miss. He's suing Lane Kiffin. It's a $40 million lawsuit saying that, hey, Lane Kiffin ignored signs that I was suffering from depression and treated me in a way that was grossly reckless and indifferent. $40 million. Now, on one hand, you could say he's suing because they hurt his feelings. On the other end, you could say he's suing because they were jerks. I I'll let you be the judge. The defensive tackle, his name, DeSanto Rollins. He's the one suing the school in Lane Kiffin for $40 million. He initially had a meeting with Coach Kiffin on February 27th, said that he was depressed, that he needed to take a break, and in return, Lane Kiffin told him, okay, well, we're going to move you from defensive tackle, and then we're going to put you to scout team on the offensive line. And so it's been reported that Coach Lane Kiffin wanted to meet with him uh, after this fact, and he, he, he couldn't. You know, DeSanto said he was not available, as he told him. He wasn't in the best mind frame. And so they did not meet again until March 21st. I guess that first meeting didn't go the way that uh, DeSanto wanted it. And so for the second go-around, he recorded the conversation, which was legal. And the conversation, well, it was shared publicly and widely today. I want you to listen to this conversation, if it is a conversation, between defensive tackle at Ole Miss, DeSanto Rollins, and head coach Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin is the guy that's yelling. Listen to this. If you would have come here, when you kept getting messages, the head coach wants to talk to you, and you saying, I'm not ready to talk to him. I wasn't. Well, what f***ing world do you live in? I don't see why you got to be disrespectful, honestly. Get out of here. Go. Go. You're off the team. You're done. See ya. See ya. Because I'm... See ya. Go. Go. And guess what? We can kick you off the team. So go read your f***ing rights about mental health. We can kick you off the team for not showing up. When the head coach has to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks, okay, we can remove you from the team. It's called being the f***ing. It's called hiding behind sh not showing up to work. Oh, well, if you can't figure out some of the expletives, he said it's called being a, uh, hey, Shep, there, there's no creative way for me to fill in these blanks, is there, right? No, I think everyone can read between the lines with what he said. It's called being a, uh, oh, I don't know, a cat. Yeah, that's it. You're called a wussy. Yeah, a wussy. Right. There you go. Yeah. Called him a wussy. It's called being a wussy. And hiding behind blank and not showing up to work. Wow. I mean, we've heard uh, Lane Kiffin. I'm not surprised at the words here. I'm not, this could have been any, any head coach, and I wouldn't have been surprised. So I'm not, I'm not shocked. People say these things. We know that we live in a different world. It's 2023. 
you know, all types of things get leaked out. We also know that coaching has changed. You know, last week after the passing of, of Bobby Knight, we heard plenty of stories. We had some of those stories shared right here on CBS Sports Radio. Can't necessarily do things the way that you used to do them. And so I think this is another wake-up call and another message to coaches. And I don't care at what level. You could be at college. You could be at high school. And, and I think the pros know this as well. They can't approach the players the same way that they used to. And when it comes down to issues of mental health, it is kind of touch and go. If DeSanto Rollins pretty much said, hey, I'm not in the mindset of, of speaking to you, I mean, what other measures did Ole Miss take to contact him? It's one thing to hear from Lane Kiffin to say, hey, we tried to reach out. You said you weren't ready to talk. I, I can understand that. I mean, if the, the boss or the higher-ups or the people who, and I like how he called it, coming to work. This is school, right? Right, right? It's school. <laughs> he didn't come to work. But anyway, I can understand from, from his perspective, we're trying to reach you and you're saying you're not ready. Well, what else happened? If he told you that he was depressed, that he wasn't in the right mind frame, did he receive any support? Did anybody else reach out to him? Or was it just the coaches saying, hey, man, the coach wants to meet you, and he said, I'm not in the right mind frame. I mean, if that's the case and they didn't employ anybody else or anything else, then then screw y'all too. But Lane Kiffin here, this is just really a reminder. Any conversation that you have with somebody, especially when you're in a position of power and influence, especially when you're the boss, man, you better have that conversation like it's taking place in public. Like this ain't the world that we living in anymore. And so $40 million is, is, is DeSanto Rollins going to get $40 million? I, I don't think so. The school has defended itself and said that there is no, no measures here of, of being discriminatory or, or being racist or sexist. And how does that play in? Well, a part of his lawsuit says, well, if, if I were a woman, would I be treated like this? If I were a white player, would I be treated like this? So I, I think this is, is probably likely going to get tossed out. I'm not a lawyer. What the hell do I know? The school also says that despite the comments by Lane Kiffin, that DeSanto is still on scholarship. He still is on the roster, and he still has access to everything he would have had. He didn't get the boot. And based off of all that, I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think he's getting any money. But I think this is a wake-up call. Like, there are people who deal with mental health issues. And I know there will be a segment of the population who goes, oh, man, how soft the world is, and people are getting soft and overly sensitive. And part of that is true. But there also needs to be more of a uh, just recognizing, not just covering up, that, yeah, there are people who deal with issues. And for years... It wasn't okay to talk about it. And so in this case, Lane Kiffin learned a lesson, man. Just just do better. Do better. And if you really did care about his mental health, and we don't know, maybe you would have uh, tried or approached or utilized different measures instead of, hey, man, come to work. Hey, man, come to work. We want to talk to you. And the guy has already told you he's depressed. You're the head football coach. You're not a doctor, not a psychologist. Find somebody else to go talk to him instead of kicking him in the ass. Do better. 
But that lawsuit, man, yeah, just things getting thrown out. And this is where Ole Miss attention is going right now as opposed to, I don't know, like trying to go out there and beat the Georgia Bulldogs. It's unfortunate. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Gary is here. He's calling from New Hampshire. You're on the JR Sport Brief. Show us up, Gary. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Shep was uh, nice enough to uh, let me get on for this reason, because you guys had a great survey question last night. i got to give you credit. I know you're talking about Lane Kiffin right now, so I'll make it fast. But I just wanted you guys to know, inside of this country, there's only two guys I came up with, because you, when you were talking about Brock Lesnar, which was awesome, I can only come up with the great elite athletes, and you said Usain Bolt, which was awesome. How about Jerry Rice? Hold hold on a second. Hold on, Gary. Hold on. One second. Shep, help me out. Help help me. Help me. Help me. Yes, sir. Well, so I don't mean to speak for you. Right. I know that Gary. I I know the. I know nobody could get through last night. Basically, like it was. It was. There was like there wasn't a line that was available for like thirty, forty people that were hitting me up to wanted to get in. So I had respect for Gary. I wanted to make sure he got in with his choice and selection because I know that was a great top six you had last night. Um, I'm kind of with Gary on this, JR. Like, Jerry Rice, a lot of people think of him in the 80s and the 90s, but what this guy was able to do at 40, 41, and 42, remember that spectacular showdown he had as a Seahawk on Monday Night Football? Yeah, when he was balding and had the braids, yes. <laughs> Correct. I'm talking even after that. Um, but, yes, I, re- I remember those days with the 49ers and the Raiders. Um, like, like this guy was getting over 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns per season when he was in his, when he was 39-40. No receiver today plays past the age of 35. I mean, Julio Jones is the old man in that's, the game right now. He's 34. So That's a, that's, that's a blip. Let's get Gary back. Okay. Hey, hey Gary, man, that, that's, a, that's a blip, man. That's a blip. Like the bulk of his, the bulk of his life is the '80s and the '90s. Okay, then I'm wrong again, and I admit it. Uh, oh. but, uh, but let's just throw that one away. Yeah, but I'm gonna give down. you he one more. Back down easily there. Are you guys there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, this guy, uh, we don't know when he retired, but you did say Brock Lesnar. We know about Kurt Angle, the wrestler. He was an Olympic athlete, correct? Uh, was Was he an Olympic athlete? I he think won he a was. gold medal. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Atlanta. Yeah. Now, here's a guy. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm not sure. Let's just say he even retired in the 90s. But there was a wrestler way back when who was an Olympic athlete. You remember Rulon Ken Patera? Gardner. Who, what? Ken Patera? Ken Patera. Yeah, and he wrestled, wrestled. Yeah. Well, what do you – help me. What about him? You said about uh, elite athletes of our time inside – that's uh, the new uh, the 20th century uh, into our new century. So no, no, I don't no, know no. when this this current century, which means like the past 20 years, 2000, okay, 2001 to today. Okay, that's fine. He might have retired in 2002. We don't know that, right? Who? But I'm saying, did Who? you ever see Ken Patera? That man is like 80 years old. Well, I don't think that, but you could check it out. But did you ever see him when he put his legs up against a car that was going about 50? 60 miles an hour? Yes, when I was like five years old in the 80s, yes. Thanks for putting me down, J.R. I'm just saying, Gary, you're telling me about, next thing you know, you're going to tell, he hung up, sad. Next thing you know, he's going to tell me about, I don't know, Jim Brown. Like, 
yes, Jim Brown was amazing, but you know when he didn't participate in athletics? This century. I mean, there's a big difference. Uh, Ken Patera to Usain Bolt, to Like, come on. Tell me about Bo Jackson while we're at it. I heard about him, too. I watched him. I mean, damn. Hey, how about this? This uh, Thursday night football game is over. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. The Chicago Bears beat the Panthers. The final score, 16-13. to 13. The Carolina Panthers now have an amazing record of 1-8. and eight. The Chicago Bears, they improve to 3-7 and seven as Justin Fields stares on from the sidelines with a hood on because of a busted-up thumb that cannot hold or throw a football. Carolina 1-8, tied for the worst nine-game start in franchise history. Pretty pathetic, pretty sad, pretty bad. Bryce Young, 21 of 38, 185 yards throwing, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Tyson Bajan, 20 of 33 passing, 162 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. In an NFL where you got to throw the football to win, these two dudes, they threw the football and nothing happened. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll talk more about this game and, and what does it mean more so for the draft? We're going to get into it. We'll hear some of the plays from the game and we'll talk about Carolina. We'll talk about the Bears. These are two teams just heading towards the draft again. But do they own their picks? Who owns their picks? Who can they select? What happens with Justin Fields? We'll talk about it, and I'll get to your calls. 855-212-4CBS. We'll talk about Kyler Murray. I do want to share with you some amazing work by Shohei Otani. We got more to do here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Best sports show in the country, my friend JR. Always a pleasure to talk to you, brother. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. It's a final. The Chicago Bears beat the Carolina Panthers Thursday night football. The final score 16 to 13. Chicago improves their record to 3 and 7. The Carolina Panthers, they fall to a franchise worst, 1-8. This is the worst start in their history of existence here. We know David Tepper can't be happy with this result. And they, they drafted Bryce Young, number one. Let's keep this in mind. They got that pick from the Chicago Bears in exchange for D.J. Moore. And in return, Chicago owns Carolina's first-round pick, in 2024. So what does this mean? If the Carolina Panthers continue looking like ass, if the Carolina Panthers end up with the number one overall pick, it's going to go to the Chicago Bears in Carolina. They're going to have to just get a pick somewhere else, man. That's it. They ain't even getting their own pick. 
So Chicago at that point, all things considered, they'll have an option to get another quarterback if they want to. That'll be another conversation. This game, eh, not all that exciting, as you could probably tell. The first touchdown, the first score of the game was a a return for a, a punt return, excuse me, for a touchdown. And then at the end of the game, all things considered, the score was 16 to 13 Chicago over Carolina. The Carolina Panthers had an opportunity to tie the game up. But Eddie Pinheiro, who, by the way, used to play for the Chicago Bears, he missed the kick, a 59-yarder. I want you to take a listen to this. Panthers Radio Network. His career long is 56. 140 to go. Panthers have two timeouts, so if they don't make this, the Bears win it with a first down. Chance in the snap. Hecker puts it down. Pinero's kick is up. It's not going to get there. It's short. The kick is no good, and Chicago takes over near midfield. The Panthers still have two timeouts. There's 135 to go. And the only chance now for Carolina, you have to get Chicago off the field with a three and out. A first down ends the game. Well, damn it. Let's hear that first down to end the game. I like torture. Let's listen to this. Bears Radio Network. Tyson Bajant takes the snap, looking to throw. Bajant throws. Mooney the catch, my goodness, on the slant for a first down at the 40. And he took his time to throw that ball. I wished it was out earlier because he had to thread the needle on the slant to the left. First down, Bears, and no way to stop the clock. Tyson Bajant, you are one tough cookie. Yeah, that, that was it. That was all she wrote. And as of right now, the Chicago Bears would have the number one overall draft pick that they got from the Carolina Panthers last season, and they would also hold the fifth overall draft pick. This sucks. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. This might set Carolina back. That's if Bryce Young ain't the guy. This could set them back for a long time because where the hell are you getting this QB from? They all in on this man. They got to let this dude play for the next three years. Kirby is calling from Portland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, JR? How you doing, man? I'm excellent. What's up? I just wanted to touch on that Lane Kiffin issue you had addressed earlier. Well, please go ahead. Um, You washing dishes? What you doing? I'm shopping for my family, man. Grocery shopping. Okay, hurry up, man. Go ahead. Hey, I just, I just uh, wanted to, just, you know, you know, you know, people gonna uh, come come out and say, you know, he's soft or whatever for, you know, trying to sue him or, you know, but I I've seen some stuff, you know, playing college college ball and that, that coaches can't really influence somebody, you know, when they go in and they're not in the right mindset and stuff like that. So, I you know, I just, I just wanted to be that that other voice that you know, make sure you kind of think about every every person's aspect, you know, what they're going through in life, you know, how a person in charge can affect your life and how you feel. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's why, you know, out of everything that I've read and, and saw today, Kirby, I didn't hear anything about additional support. Everything is about right. the, the, the article, or not the article, the audio that came out. It's about him suing. We hear Lane Kiffin yelling at him about show up to work and we try to reach out to you. Well, to me, it's real simple. 
And I, I, I ain't managing anybody right now at this point of life. But I, at one point I did. And if somebody came up to me and said, yo, hey, I, I, got, I got an issue, like, I got to report that. It, the, the company is then supposed to say, hey, we, we can talk to you and get support. I don't know what additional support they, they tried to offer him outside of, hey, the coach called you in for work and you didn't do it. I mean, if they can tell me that they provided more than that, I, I think I could rock with it. But just saying the coach called you, I don't think that's 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 enough. Um, JR, JR, if you don't mind, can I just say something to Kirby just just very quickly to his point? Like, sure. I, I just think Kirby is so right on in this regard. You can't talk to a certain player X the same way you talk to player Y. Like, as somebody that does coach on my end, there are certain individuals that I can really get on, and there are certain individuals I have to handle with kid gloves. The state of mind that Mr. Rollins was in when he was in Kiffin's office, you could tell he was delicate. You could tell he was fragile. You can't go after an individual with this demonstrative demeanor if he is in that state of mind. JR and Kirby, like Kiffin was completely clueless and you don't know what that kind of conversation can ultimately trigger for a young man in that much of a fragile state. Like that was horrendous to hear. Yeah, man, I saw this. Uh, it, I, I saw a documentary about a kid that uh, I think it was Washington State that, you know, he had the same kind of things going on, and you know, like his players and, and coaches just kind of, you know, they kind of shrugged it off, and I, I think eventually, like, he ended up, you know, committing suicide or something like that, and then that's just not something to you right. know play with. And, and and Jr., I wanted to, you know, you touched on it a little bit uh, when he was telling them, like, you know, come to work. And something I heard, you know, playing basketball through college was student, athlete, student first, athlete second. So what's, what's work? You know what I mean? If you go into school, that's what, you, you know, you should be there to support this student athlete instead of there to, you know what I mean, make sure this man is going to work for you and what's important to you, you know, may, may not be the most important thing to him at the time. Yeah. Well, we, we know the we, – well, we've been known that. That's a sham, the idea of uh... – student athlete yeah you come to work yeah i've called you to come come to work man he he's he's a student ain't that what he is first he's supposed to be a student but yeah we we know that's a sham hey kirby thank you for calling and sharing that perspective man yes sir jr you you and shit man keep doing what you guys do i love you guys show man all right thank you man much appreciated we got chad chad is calling from north carolina you're on cbs sports radio what's up chad Yes, sir. You know I watch this game today. You know I'm extremely disappointed in it. Um, the trade is just unbelievable to me. It's going to live in infamy for Patriots fans forever, I believe. Now I was talking to one of my friends who was describing as when they when New Orleans took Drew Drew Brees, how they made a point to enforce the entire offensive line, the guard and the two, and the center and the two guards. Now, what I'm thinking is, shouldn't you have that in place before you get your quarterback? I don't think you should build around the quarterback. You should have pieces in place before you get your quarterback. By the time you get the pieces in place, Bryce Young probably won't be your quarterback. Well, there's no no exact way for that. I think most teams would take the approach, and and you're going to be destroyed. I mean, we can go back and look at Derek Carr's brother, David. The minute that he was drafted into the NFL expansion franchise, Houston Texans this man was was treated like a pinata he never had a chance we never got to see what he could actually be 
because he was always on his damn back, right? So that that right. is that's to an extreme. If we got to look at modern day, today, right now, the Atlanta Falcons have an offensive line, they have skilled position players, but they don't have a QB. They've taken the approach of let's go ahead and fill out everything else and try to put the quarterback in place. Well, I and can they're tell in the position of the Panthers, are they not? Well, I can yeah, – yeah. are they in the same division? Yeah, they're in the same division, yes, and yes, they're better yes, off yes, than correct. the Panthers are finish. playing that way. Let me finish. Let me finish, Sorry, damn it. Sorry. The point is there's no perfect scenario. Everybody knows that you need a quarterback. Falcon fans are incredulous right now that they have everything except for QB. If you talk to a lot of Falcons fans, they will tell you it makes no sense that we have all of these pieces, but we don't have the main one in the middle. And then I'm sure you can go ahead and talk to a Carolina Panthers fan, and you can talk to a lot of fans all over the country who might look at their team and say, hey, like we we, we have a, a quarterback, we think, but he doesn't have help. He doesn't have an offensive line. He doesn't have weapons. So they didn't give up all they gave up for a quarterback is what I'm saying. If you've got those pieces, you can give up everything Co- the Panthers did for a quarterback, but we can't. Co- correct. But when you select number one overall, in most cases, you're going to take a QB. You're going you're gonna to hit your horse to someone. Who so you Rob Bryce Young, why wouldn't you wait a year and take hey, Caleb Chad, Williams? Chad, Chad, Chad. I'm listening. How long have you been a Carolina Panthers fan? Since inception? Since the inception. Okay. Have you been drinking tonight, Chad? Uh, a little bit. Not a I, lot. I can, I, I can tell because you're, you're difficult to speak to. I understand your frustration, but I want you to know this. The Carolina Panthers selected this man number one overall last year. I don't know what you thought they should have done. Stroud. That's a possibility. That's fine. And if Stroud, if Stroud was here on the team and he was getting the daylights knocked out of him because he wasn't protected or it, it ain't no guarantee that he'd be I think he's big enough to not get the daylights knocked out of him. But I, oh, my God. I don't know how many a few drinks is for that guy, but sheesh. A couple, man. Look, there's, there's no guarantee. Does C.J. Stroud look great? Yeah. And if you're a Houston Texans fan, you're you going to be thrilled. If you're a Carolina Panthers fan, just like Chad, you're you going to be ticked off, as you should. I'm not mad at you. But we can't just close the book on Bryce Young today. I know what the line looks like. I know what the wide receivers look like. But, yeah, for my same point, if you would put C.J. Stroud in this position that Bryce Young is in, there's no guarantee that he'd be doing what he's doing right now for Houston. I don't think you just evaluate off of this year alone. I don't think they give these dudes contracts for one season and say goodbye for the first rounders at least. There's a reason why they got contracts for a couple of seasons, three, four-year, four-fifth-year option to see what you got. Do I think Bryce Young is going to take that long to figure out? No, no, I don't. But they would have going to be damned if they do, damned if they weren't. Give them another year, man. You ain't winning no Super Bowl this year. You ain't winning no Super Bowl next year either. Maybe things could be on the up and up. I know it don't look good. It looks bad right now. That's why they play the games. 
It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take more of your calls. People are hitting me up on the side about Lane Kiffin. We're going to talk about some kindness from Shohei Otani. And then how about this? Nobody knew who the hell this guy was a couple weeks ago. Tyson Bajant. He's the quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Not Justin Fields. We're going to hear from him on the other side of the break. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. All the differences of opinions, all the difference of backgrounds, and yet I believe all of us and all your listeners, yourself included, we can do this and always be friends. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Chicago Bears real friendly with the Carolina Panthers. They beat them tonight 16 13. And because of their friendliness when it comes down to trades over the past year, the Chicago Bears, they own the Carolina Panthers' first-round pick here in 2024, this upcoming uh, season, following the season, I should say. And so that means if Carolina continues to suck, which it looks like right now they have a record of 1-8, and eight, the Chicago Bears would not only own their own pick, which as, as of right now sits at number five, they would also be selecting at number one overall. Not too shabby, not too bad. Carolina Panthers have to live with their decision, drafting Bryce Young, who is uh, currently in the press conference right now, looking miserable as he answers questions. He looks like he's been through a few things. And the Chicago Bears, I mean, even though they, they're they probably going to own uh, two picks in the top five for the 2024 draft, including number one overall, the Chicago Bears have a decision to make as well. What the hell do you do with Justin Fields? Tyson Bajant has started four games here for the Chicago Bears. I know who the hell this guy was a couple of weeks ago. No idea. I couldn't tell you today right now where Shepherd University is. I think it's in West Virginia. Ain't nobody here about this guy. And here he is starting on Thursday night football. Now, let's not be confused. He ain't light nobody up. He ain't do nothing exciting, okay? 20 of 33, 162 yards, that's it. God bless him, he didn't get sacked. He didn't throw an interception. We know he ain't throw no touchdown. The Chicago Bears are 2-2 two and two with him as a starter. Matter of fact, he just spoke to Amazon. And you hear in the background, the fans in Chicago, I guess I guess they love them. Listen to this. You got some of the best fans in the world. Uh, you know, they're hard on you when you lose, which, which, is, which they should be. But when you win, it's that much sweeter. So we appreciate our crowd. And, you know, how long did we have? Absolutely. You are now 2-2 two and two as a starter. I know you didn't have the game that you wanted last week with the turnovers. You come out tonight, you don't commit any turnovers. You were not sacked once, and your defense showed up. What did you make of the W tonight? Yeah, I think it was all hands on deck. I think we preached that all week. Coach Eberflus always talking about the ball and how important it is. 
So, um, you know, put that pressure on myself, do a better job this week, uh, bouncing back and taking care of the ball. And, you know, he said if we did that, we'd win. And, you know, you see what happened. Tyson, let me ask you, man, just for one moment, tell us the truth. I know you're on, on some text groups, some of the guys back at Shepard. How sick is this moment, dude? Division two, you're starting in the NFL. You just won another game in prime time. How sick has this moment been, man? Has there been a moment you've had yet where you've gone, what in the hell's going on? Yeah, I mean, I think every day I wake up, I do that. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, you know, me and my family always thought this was happen. This would happen. And, um, you know, I definitely put in the work, um, you know, even though I wasn't playing power five, I wasn't on TV all the time. I was still, you know, behind the scenes, you know, putting about as much work as I possibly could. So, um, you know, I'm just really, you know, happy and blessed that, you know, it's paying off. Uh, look, man, I, I hope he uh, plays for as long as he can. It's a nice story. I heard the fans in the background. Shep, were they chanting Green Bay sucks? Yes. <laughs> Man, you know your team is ass when you got to talk crap about another team who, as of right now, I know it's your rival. I get it. And the owners, I, I get it. I understand it. But your team really sucks when you got to randomly just shout out your rival when they don't have a damn thing to do with anything going on right now. And so at least the Chicago Bears fans are thrilled about beating the Panthers tonight. They're thrilled about, as of right now, having two uh, picks in the top five in this upcoming NFL draft. And uh, next, this should be fun. They got the Lions. Next up for the 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 Chicago Bears here, they got the Lions. It should be fun. I think the Lions will rip them to shreds. It's a difficult thing to say, but I think that's what will happen. 855-212-4CBS. So we're going to get more into Tyson Bajan. This man's dad is a, uh, how do I say this? He's an arm wrestling champion? Okay. All right. They don't have that. You don't, can't get a scholarship for that, I don't think. Daniel's calling from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio. My name's Respect. How are you? How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. What about you? You're on the radio. Go ahead. I'm doing. I'm, I'm drinking BS juice now. You're drinking bear's juice? Yes. <laughs> what is it? What, what's the bear's juice consist of? The bear's juice consists of iced coffee, Dunkin' Donuts. Ah. Iced coffee. Oh, oh okay. That's, that's nice. I think I can get that locally. Go ahead. Yeah. That's a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And I'll be hearing about uh, Beijing. You know, that guy is really good. He's good. The way he talks, the way he answers questions is on point. I like him. I like him. Right. He's going to so, do a lot, of, a lot of cool things. So, no, the, the Bears don't need to draft a quarterback. Just stick with Tyson Bajan, huh? Oh, uh, no, no. We need to – yeah, we, we got to. We've got, we got to draft a quarterback next year. we got to. we got to. You know, maybe the guy from USC, Kellen Williams or something like that, we got to yeah. do that, you know. But I don't know about – I don't, I don't know about uh, Justin Fields, you know. I don't know about him. Maybe yeah, nobody knows about him. There's a couple Well, there's one thing I know about him, and you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to share that next break, so we just got to wait. Okay, Daniel? Okay. Are you Why still rolling? Are you, Uber, are you Uber driving people? You active right now? Oh, you bet. I'm, I'm just talk now. I said I got to talk to my mind of respect. I don't want to pick up nobody. I turn off my app. I said I want to talk to my, to my guy. 
All right. Well, yeah. thank you, man. Well, go make that yeah. money. Turn the app back on. And uh, how how much longer are you going to be driving? Uh, I'm going to be driving for my dad two hours. All right. Go get that money, okay? I'll be right here. Yeah. Okay. I'll be listening. I'll be because I want to hey. know more about uh, typing. Because hey, no doubt. You well, listen, I'll be, I'll be here for two more hours. So we on the same oh, schedule. Oh, okay. Drive safe, okay? Okay. I'll be, okay, I'll be, I'll be doing that, too. Okay. All right. We rolling. Thank okay. you, Daniel. Okay. Drive safe. Okay. Thank you. Have a nice weekend. You as well. You as well. Yeah, we we gonna talk about uh, Justin Fields, because what the hell do you do with him now? They got options, right? Lucas is calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing tonight? Great. So just a, a little fact. So I live like about 15 minutes from Shepherd. My uh, my buddy's the head coach of the of the football team, and oh, nice. uh, I I think. I could be wrong, but I don't know the name of it. But I think Fajan uh, actually got the Heisman, the equivalent of a Heisman Trophy in Division II football. Oh. In it last year. Oh, that's nice. Sounds like a participation trophy. Great. <laughs> so what I, what I think they're going to do with Justin Fields is uh, they're actually going to, what I, what I think, is draft the quarterback one. I think uh, Justin Fields is going to have to play, like, a couple games at the end of the year so they can get him for, like, a, you know, showcase him for trade, showing that he is healthy and doing some things. But I think you have to step away from Justin Fields. Just like you were telling the one gentleman about um Bryce Young, you know, it's only been it's only been one season, so you gotta you gotta give the kid a couple years. I think Chicago did give Justin Fields a couple years and I think this is probably the perfect time to move on from him with this draft coming up. Like it's it's just too good, like you said, Doc. Carolina will probably be the number one pick. They'll probably get the number one pick, so Chicago will have that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you, Lucas, for calling from Maryland. Appreciate you, man. Okay, thanks. No doubt. And, Shep, what happened? So this guy won an award? Yeah, to Lucas's point, and I don't think anyone knew this, uh, it's the Harlan Hill Trophy, so it's the equivalent of a Heisman at the Division II level. Ironically, he won it uh, not in his last year playing. He won it in 2021, believe it or not. He didn't get that out of a Happy Meal. They, he won it. <laughs> no. Jr. You got to admit, though, man, he's he's so easy to root for. Yeah, anybody, any un, aren't all underdogs easy to root for? Yeah, but he's but he's mag, but he's magnetic, man. He's got charisma. He's got swag. Well, let's see if he can keep a job. It'd be amazing if he did that. Hard knock life. It's the Jr. Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're gonna take a break. When we come back on the other side. We'll talk more about this game. We'll listen to some of the key plays for a game that stunk. And we'll talk more about Justin Fields' future. If you're the Bears, what do you do? Options are nice, aren't they? We'll discuss them here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.